So I stood 19th in my university out of a student of about 2 lakhs. So it was a journey that I wanted to be an engineer, in fact. That in engineering colleges, engineers after getting a degree will not get a job. And that time marks were not 95%, 98% or your A grades. That time it was honors. So anybody who would secure more than 70% marks would get BSc, BSc engineering honors. And below 70% BSc engineering of your branch, that's all. Then I got married in 77. My wife incidentally is a law graduate. So from 83 to 86, for three years, I did my law. I started liking this profession. For the first time in the electricity board, there were reversions. That engineering leaves you at the threshold of life. That is how, how my transformation from an engineer to lawyer. So Welcome to Netcast, the official podcast of NIT Kurukshetra Alumni Association, where we explore the inspiring journeys of our alumni and the valuable lessons they have gathered along the way. I'm your host, Madhav Reza, and today we have the privilege of introducing a distinguished alumnus whose life journey is nothing short of extraordinary, Mr. Ashwini Kumar Talwar. Through decades of professional experiences navigating the corridors of Haryana State Electricity Board as an electrical engineer pursuing postgraduate studies in Scandinavia, Norway, under the United Nations Development Programme, and ultimately donning the robes of a legal luminary, Mr. Talwar's story is one of resilience, intellectual curiosity, and deep commitment to making a positive impact on society. He has won enough acclaim in the legal profession as well. He has conducted many sensitive and high-stakes cases which involve acutely with legal nuances. Mr. Talwar is still active in litigation, where they have an entire team of lawyers and currently practices majorly in the Punjab and Haryana High Court. Today, we have the privilege of delving into his inspiring journey, exploring the challenges he faced, the skills he cultivated, and the wisdom he gained along the way. Join us as we uncover the remarkable life story of Mr. Ashwini Talwar, a true exemplar of transformation and success. Thank you so much, sir, for accompanying us on it. Thank you, Madhav. I am delighted to be here and to be in my old alumni college where I, have, I owe everything to this college. I was a student here, didn't have uh, much experience, rather no experience. And at that time, it used to be a five-year course. So we did our higher secondary, which was 10 plus 1. It was not 10 plus 2 at those times. It was in 68. So we graduated. So we straight away from school, we came to a professional college. So that was a big transformation because in between there was no no degree college. Did you find it a little awkward to directly come to college without doing 10, 11th and 12th? You see, yes, 11th uh, was, I, and I am from a uh, humble background. I was from Sirsa. I did my graduate, uh, my higher secondary. It's a, it's a now a district town. That time it was a small subdivisional town in Haryana. But of course I had a, that way I had a relatively brilliant career because in that time it was Punjab University combined for Haryana as well as Punjab. It was one university, Punjab University, and 10th and 11th examinations were conducted by the Punjab University. So I stood 19th in my university out of a student of about 2 lakhs. So that was a good achievement. So came here, came to Kurukshetra. And that time, this was also not a National Institute of Technology, it was not an IT, it was a regional engineering college. Sir. So we took admission. I, uh, I am an electrical engineering graduate from this college. So it was a journey that I wanted to be an engineer, in fact. 
In fact, I took admission here because that time in 68, for the first time, there was uh, some unemployment in engineers in 67. And at all India level, there was a strike in professional colleges because it was unheard of that in engineering colleges, engineers after getting a degree will not get a job. And, in, uh, and there were very few colleges in this entire region. There was one college, Punjabini College, Chandigarh, one Thapad, Patiala, third was this Urukshetra. And there was another uh, that Punjab Agriculture University Rudehana. So these are the only four colleges in combined Punjab and probably Himachal also. So, but and then also with this much, this less number of engineers, there was an unemployment. So that became a, so my father also wanted that uh, I should not come to engineering. I should do my BSc honors. So I took admission in fact in 68 in Kurushita University, BSc honors. But then as destiny would have it, and I, I wanted to become an engineer. So that time there was, although I, I was very meritorious, but I did not take opt in the first round of interviews. So then we gave out that there were some seats still left. So then I took a plunge and joined the engineering college, the Salivaris Institute. And then that's rest is a history. That's a very wonderful start, sir. And before we dive into your professional life, could you tell us a few details about your college life? What our campus looked like in those years and some fond memories you have from your college days? Yes, yes. As I told you, this is the first college and the, where I took admission because uh, previously I was in school. So we found this campus to be very big. And for the first year, my father was in Haryana service. So although it's a residential uh, college, but I was permitted to uh, stay at my home. I had to take a room in the hostel. So we were in hostel number three. It, it was uh, that three students per uh, room. And that way I was uh, sought after because people knew that I'll not be staying here. So there'll be only two in the out of three. So that was one part. But anyway, I took uh, one room in the hostel, one seat in the hostel, but I was staying at my home. And I used to come all the way. I cycled out. We were in uh, near where you will near railway station. So that was uh, veterinary hospital was there. My father was a veterinary doctor. So from there, I used to cycle down. Once or twice, I ventured into, I brought, my father had a scooter. So I brought the scooter here. So what would do is, some students will just put on the key, take away the scooter, or I will wait for him to come. He will come or not. And in the evening, when the scooter was finished, it was finished, then I would leave and go back. So thereafter, I never brought the scooter here. And uh, so we used to come on cycle. And then from second year onwards, my father got transferred from here. Then I came to hostel. So for one and a half year or two years, we stayed in sector hostel number three. Then we shifted to hostel number five, where there were the cubicles. So when I was in my first year, we were four students in one hostel room. Achha, three. We had that, that time three. And sir, as you mentioned, the campus was quite big for you. Campus was very big for us. So the and there was no hostel number 7, 8, 10? No, there were only 5 hostels. In fact, hostel number 5 was being built at that time because the classes here start from 65. Prior there to 2 or 3 batches. They were students of uh, REC Purukshetra, but they were uh, studying in uh, Punjab Engineering College, Chandigarh or Thapad. So first batch came here in 65 and we started in 68. So we were the fourth batch that way. So these hostels were also being built uh, simultaneously as time passed. 
Sir, there are students in our institute who find it difficult to even complete the engineering degree. You have, on the other hand, then your post-graduation from Norway. After that, while working full-time in the electricity board in Haryana, you got your degree in law. So, during your post-graduation, did you ever think of pursuing law? And if not, then which was that pivotal moment in your life that inspired you to take up philosophy? That's a very interesting story. And what happened was that in 73, I did my graduation. And I, I was second in the college, in merit. And that time, marks were not 95%, 98% or your A grades. That time, it was honors. So anybody who would secure more than 70% marks would get BSc, BSc Engineering honors. And below 70%, BSc Engineering of your branch. That's all. That was the two degrees. So we were... So then what happened was that we wanted some job in Haryana also. And for that, Haryana State Electricity Board was the best. Because my elder brother, he was in... Uh, Hindustan Steel Limited, engineer. My Jijaji, he was again in Hindustan Steel Limited. So my father wanted that one of the sons should be there in Haryana. So for Haryana, Haryana State Electricity Board was one of the goals. What happened was that we were lucky that July the result came. There were some interviews and uh, some advertisement. I applied for HSCB and for other uh, things also. So we were exam there. We were giving interview call on 23rd July. 23rd July, we went to Delhi uh, for interview in HSCB. And what they did was that eight persons were there who were having more than 75% marks. So straight away, without anything, after eight to 10 days, we got our appointment letter. Okay, in September, the courses are starting and we have to go for training in Chandigarh. And you are appointed as graduate technical apprentice. And that time, that was the for one year training and then you'll be assistant engineer. So that way, it was a bonanza for us because this is what I wanted. And within 15, 20 days of our passing out, because of merit, that is, I'll emphasize that because of merit, because of vice securing more than 75% marks, we were in HSCB. So I joined service when I was 21 years and four months of age, which is a very, very young age. And if it is also seniority of merit, you were assured of a topmost position in the Haryana State Taxi Board when the times took up. So life started from 73 onwards, we were working. Then I got married in 77. My wife, incidentally, is a law graduate. Then we had a son in 79. And then I said, Veera, you are doing law. Let me also venture something. So we found out and it came out that in, there are evening classes. So we had to seek permission. So permission was granted. So from 83 to 86, for three years, I did my law. In the morning, I was doing my job. And after 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6 to 9, we were going to evening classes, so did my law. And it was a draft, two draft, three draft, one K. Then final. But what happened was that during these three years itself, I got enough training in law. And then slowly, steadily, I started liking this profession. Then came the changing stop that what happened was in every, you'll see in this engineering field, we had some problems. We were degree holders. In the department, there are diploma holders and there are AMIE graduates. So they have their quota. Of course, main thing is degree holders. But there were some, some laws, some bylaws, some rules, instructions, as a result of which they could gain seniority over us. So we challenged that. So initially, we engaged topmost lawyers of the high court because we collected money and we lost. Then on the same law point, after four, five, six years, when frustration came and one of my own juniors became my senior. 
جس کو میں نے پڑھایا میں نے کہا تو رات کو ٹریننگ لے ہی بیکیم مائی سینئر تو دیٹ واز ناٹ گڈ آئی کوڈ ناٹ ڈائجسٹ And this time, with, without any help of any senior advocates, that any topmost advocates, we were all novice, these are, they were all commoners having five years, six years experience. And what did, because of hard work, we won from, from the high court single bench. We won from division bench high court. We went to Supreme Court. When we were going to Supreme Court, was, our car was that, but at that time it used to be Maruti 800. It was full of books. And we had our appointment with the senior advocate in the evening at 6 o'clock. And near Panipat, we met with an accident. So then our people from Panipat, Panipat Thermal Plant, there were six cars who came, which came. So Patti Patti Karwai, Vapis Chale. But by the time evening, we were, both of us were injured. Lekin there was nobody to brief the senior lawyer. So then it dawned that we have gone so far off that entire fraternity of my degree holders in the electricity board. They are banking upon us. So, we have done a lot of work. We have done a lot of work. We have done a lot of work. And then we went. We have briefed. Then he called us in the 4 a.m. in the morning. Because in legal profession, you have to work hard. So, 9.30 we were there with him. 4 o'clock again we were there with him. We briefed him. And next day, we were victorious. For the first time in the electricity board, They were reversions. Because those who had been superseded us, they were reverted. And by this time, from 86, it was 94. <coughs> Then I decided, okay, now there is, we have such a solid block with us. And if we, have, we can, what, what those senior advocates could not do, we have done of our own, without anybody's help. So that means it's hard work, it's your commitment, it is your focus, it's your motive, which, is, uh, which takes you through. So I called it a day, I left HSCB and joined my wife in profession and then we started Talwar Advocates and then that's this destiny. So this was my transition from engineering to law. But in law also I tell you why engineering and why this background has helped me immensely. How I take engineers and for youngsters is that engineering leaves you at the threshold of life. It may be industry, you may do management, you may do research, you may do post-graduation in your own field, computers, whatever you may do. Engineering is, and engineers are, you have analytical capability, number two. Number three, you should have above average IQ, which you people have. So, once you have above average IQ, you have reasoning capacity, you have analytical ability, and you have Uh, this uh, hard work, the capacity to do hard work, then you will be a success anywhere you are. And I am an example because I left and I joined legal profession at the age of 40, 41 years and 7 months. As I told you, 21 years, 4 months, I joined uh, electricity board and 42 years I left it. 
So for at 42 years, there's no life because my son was about at at that time within eight standard, and we didn't have money because of course we were getting good uh, life and all that. But you say that if four five years nothing is made, then we will eat nothing. So I knew that we have to struggle, struggle very hard. Your story sounds very thrilling and challenging at the same time, but you must have faced certain challenges, right? Yes, yes, yes. Challenges many because you see when I started in legal profession and I straight away went to high court. and high court is of course full of talent those district courts subordinate courts high court it's only cream of the people who go and at the age of 41 of course there were two lives my physical age was 40 42 years and my legal age was 6 months 1 year 2 years so if i talk to my legal age people they would be physically 24 years 25 years i would not like to talk to them and in case i talk to my own age people they were much above me so for two years you will not believe i was sitting only in the courts or in the library or doing my own research or talking to my wife or my wife's friends those were lawyers because but with slowly and steadily we started having our own footsteps in the legal profession and in 3 4 5 years everything came to a normal so that is how how why transformation from an engineer to lawyer so i am a techno legal man and i as i said that i am still cherishing my professional goals what i studied what i learned from this college and it, this college gave me four things one to be self confident third second to be analytical third technical know how fourth as i said i we we were above average iq we all are and then it was cheesered into that whatever you do you must concentrate so that is what how it uh, transformed and those goals and those things which i learned from the engineering college here are still relevant for me are still important for me even after 50 years today we spend exact we st- i as i told you we graduated in july 73 i joined in september 73 we are in october 2023 yes. 50 years and 1 months it's still going strong and with god's grace i'm still working for about 16 hours a day my day starts at 6 am then uh, we from 6 to 8 i do my studies in between of course and then we get up 9:30 we go to ball, uh, to the court 10 to 4 4:30 char se leke 6 tak time milta hai bas apne ghar ke liye chai peete hain kuch karte hain 6 o'clock back to office and then khana kha ke wahi karke Because my office is downstairs, and we are a law firm, having about ten, eleven lawyers. Rathu das sar das bhi thakate. So six to ten, practically we are on on the chair. So it's a long long journey, but and at this stage, uh, yes, you have to work very hard wherever you are. So that's a beautiful blend of skills. But still, I'm sure most of our listeners would stay away from changing their careers from engineering to law, banking, or business. Opportunities often arrive, and we never utilize them because we lack flexibility and openness to change. What advice would you give to our listeners that might help them break the ice and pursue every opportunity they encounter in their lives? Yes, that's a good question, and I am one who has changed the normal course of life from one profession. I shifted because from engineering now there are two things. One is after doing your engineering because your engineering, as I told you, your B.Tech degree. will you leave you at the threshold of life life may be industry 
like maybe a service, like maybe a job, whatever. But now there are so many diverse things that you need to change. You need to specialize. Now, specializing can be one, can be in your own, own field. That's one part. Second, even from our times, engineering with MBA, engineering with your chartered accountants, they were there. Then people used to go to, uh, want to go to IAS. So they will do uh, other things also. They would have political science and economics as their subjects or means and all that. So people were diversifying at that time also. So I say that there are two things. One, remain in engineering and specialize there. Second, come out of engineering, have one more specialization and become a journalist. So both things are very, very good. But remaining simply an engineer, a bachelor of engineering, is slightly lesser in these days. You have to do something else. So you can venture into these fields also. My daughter-in-law, who is the second Talwar TT in that TT consultants, Koval Talwar, she has been, uh, she has come in Forbes, Forbes, you know, 100 influential persons in every field. So she's on the Forbes Japan, not once, two times. Last year, and first of all, it was in 2015. She is a member of that World Economic Forum, the, the delegation which goes to Switzerland every year. Yeah, it's not high. It's, uh, so in the World Economic Forum, she's a uh, delegate with the government of India. So they have reached that level and from these beginnings only. So now she has also done law. She's an MBA. My son is an engineer and a law graduate. And uh, so it's not that they are engineering skills or your, uh, those things are not used. Your engineering skills, your engineering knowledge, knowledge anywhere, everywhere is welcome. So that is my, my message to you people, you youngsters, you are the nation builders. We have had our innings. We'll have either five years, 10 years. You are to take over the ropes now from us. So excel. And, and the Indians are doing so well. You see everywhere, Microsoft, Google, anywhere you go, uh, it's, it's Indians. So you people are the persons, you go still further and bring that everything to India. Now even our countries have started producing uniforms. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now Apple and everything, they are having industry here. So that's, that's, a, that's a golden opportunity for you people. And have your own startups. And that's the best. So do that. Because as I told you, I wanted to have my own startup. We didn't have money. I went to law. Sir, I believe all of, all of us must be willing to undertake challenges that encourage us to work us out of our comfort zones. That's what I believe. And I also think that every listener who's joined, who's joined with us today is having a blast just as I am. Now we move on to our last segment of Netcast, the Rapid Fire Round, which would provide us valuable insights in, into your lifestyle as a person and as a lawyer. So my first question to you is, which superpower would you power, uh, would you prefer? Invisibility or the power to read minds? That is telepathy. Power to read minds and second is? Invisibility. Power to read minds. Power to read minds. Okay, sir. Which, is, which has been your favorite cuisine? North Indian or Norwegian? North Indian. North. I'm an Indian. I like North Indian food. I'm a North Indian. So yep. Choosing yep. between being a lawyer or a judge. Both are, I am a lawyer. I, I, I am past that age of law, judge. If, I, if you still have option, would you go for it? Lawyer. Lawyer. 
power or fame? Power. Power. Okay. Android or iOS? iOS. iOS. Your favorite book of all time? Favorite book of all time? Law books. Yeah. Okay. And one of your favorite quotes? High quote, Punjab and Haryana. Quotes, quotes. Quotes that uh, do your bit. I, I'm having my own quote. Do your bit and try to excel each and every day better than yesterday. Try to improve upon. That's my motto. That's my advice to you all. So one skill you would still like to master? Now I'll... It's all okay. <laughs> I would like to... Yes, enjoy because it's enough. Now it's I'm 70 plus. So this concludes the rapid fire segment. We sincerely thank Mr. Talwar for sharing his inspiring journey and wisdom with our listeners today. We wish you good luck and best health for all your future endeavors, sir. Stay tuned for more stories of resilience, transformation and success from our NIT Kurukshetra Jindra community. Remember, your journey is full of possibilities and embracing change can lead to remarkable transformations. Stay inspired, stay connected, and stay tuned for more stories of our alumni's accomplishments. Goodbye for now. Thank you. Thank you.